Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. This is a transformative time for black America. Our income is at an all-time high, and the opportunity for economic empowerment is unprecedented. It's not just about dreaming anymore. It's about turning those dreams into reality by creating blueprints for generational wealth. Prudential has a remarkable history of supporting communities and institutions that have been overlooked for far too long. For instance, they've pledged a staggering $1 billion to programs, partners, and initiatives focused on historically excluded communities. Build your financial blueprint today at prudential.com slash blueprints. And now it's time for the NIL House starring Rob Vaca and John Brinkus featuring the Cavender Twins and Brian Schottenstein. And now Here's Rob and John. Wow. We've got our own marching band. How many many NIL shows have their own marching band? One. That's just one. The NIL house. And not only is it our marching band, but it's the uh, Dunwoody Fighting Wildcats. Yeah, the Dunwoody Wildcats. Now I'm in love with the Dunwoody Wildcats because their band is just killer. They're unbelievable. <laughs> they are. They're totally game. I uh, contacted Dr. Eric Merritt, who's out of uh, Synergy Sports. Uh, he's the guy that keeps me healthy. My, I'm broken without Dr. You Merritt. And I said, we need a band for uh, the NIL house. And he made a single call. And boom, we have our own marching band. Like every good doctor he had at the you know, <laughs> tip of his, his fingers at marching band. <laughs> which we're very happy about. Thank you, doctor. That's right. Thank you, Dr. Merrick. All right, well, we're going to do the intro to the show. If you remember, and I'm dating myself, the Gary Shandling Show. Yeah. Uh, the Gary Shandling Show, uh, the theme song was, this is the theme to Gary's show, this song to Gary show, this is the song they play when they roll the opening credits. <laughs> Those are the words. So here's, <laughs> here's our first segment for the NIL House. Rob Vaca, explain to us, what is the NIL House? The NIL House is the epicenter of all things NIL. Do you want to know why? Why? Because we said so. We did. 
We did say so. We did. We said so. Therefore, it is. And that's the world of NIL. It is the world of NIL. And it's busy right now. There's a lot going on in NIL. That's right. It's coming Uh, fast and furious. It is. So let's go to our uh, first segment here called Headlines. Look at that. Look at the graphics swooping in. Looks like a real show. It does say headlines. <laughs> I like it. All right, what is our uh, first headline, Rob Baca? Headline uh, number one is legislation. Legislation. There's, it's coming. And we got a couple of bills. There's eight so far total. And Senator uh, Senators Blumenthal and Booker have a bill out there that's called the Athlete Bill of Rights, okay. the Collegiate Athlete Bill of Rights. Right. And Senator Roger Wicker has another bill. And right behind him, former Auburn coach Tommy Tuberville has a bill coming. I don't uh, pull up the article on it. Yeah. Let's see. uh, What do we got? What? uh, Here's what I don't understand. So where were these guys before this was actually passed? Like before the NCAA said, hey, these athletes can just do whatever they want. Where were these guys? There is a party that started and some people are late. So this is the late comers to the party. They're, 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 they're here. They're here. They're just arriving late. They are arriving late. And now that you arrive late, once everybody has had the goods at the party, it's kind of in their system. And the analogy is that, look, the money is currently flowing and being spent. And I'm not sure what you can do to regulate it. What are you going to say? Oh, you can only make a million dollars. That's that horse has left the barn. It kind of feels though that that these bills, at least what we're seeing now, are protectionist bills. They're designed to help the athlete. They're designed as navigational tools so athletes don't get taken advantage of. And the reality is, you and I having worked in professional sports for years, there are a cadre of bad actors out there trying to take advantage of athletes. Right. Well, yes, there are bad actors who are out there. Do we think that the bills just stop at protecting the athlete? And while put protecting in quotes, because they're saying, well, wait a minute, we don't want you to make money in this fashion. We want you to make it in this other fashion. Is that just not code for we're going to regulate it? We're going to tax it. We're going to, we're going to make sure that the schools that we want to get money, get the money. Yeah. Look, most times the government gets involved, right? The IRS didn't just explode in terms of number of new agents for no reason. The the government wants its peace. So whether that is in the gambling space, which which is coming alive, the sports betting space, the NIL space, or the cannabis space, the government's going to get its peace. So yeah, tax is going to be part of it. But there is there is some good in this. I do see the opportunity to come in and help athletes avoid some of this misappropriation because you know our next headline which we can segue right into right in. NIL in high schools. And so it's coming and there's 16 States and district of Columbia or Washington DC that have uh, NIL in place for high school kids. And right. it's going to be really the wild, wild West when you bring in high school. I almost think there's more at stake at the high school level because you're literally just crowning athletes and saying this is the next king. Well, you're definitely picking royalty, yeah, to your right? point, you're picking the monarchy. Now the challenge is you have so many coaches now that are shaking in their boots because what does this inspire? This inspires transfers. Yep. This inspires luring, you know, more people coming in, more of those actors coming in, luring your best players away. Right now, the big states that are in it 
are California, New York, and Illinois. The big states that are not in it are Georgia and Florida and, and some others. Where's and, Texas? And Texas. Texas so is Texas not is it. not in the game either. So right, right now there's something big. One of the uh, a Florida football player, an athlete, is suing the state of Florida right. to try to get to try to get his piece. It's gonna. I mean, people are moving for all kinds of reasons. One of them is gonna be, can my kid get played? Get paid for playing high school sports or not? Just today, there was a breaking story. Well, it wasn't breaking. It was, it was uh, continuing the story that broke last week on ESPN about a high school transfer who went from Georgia to California and all of the unscrupulous moves that the adults in the room perpetuated. Right. And that high school athlete now is not able to play, is not eligible. So right. I think there's going to be a lot of sifting. There's going to be a lot of gold in the hills. There's going to be a lot of miners, but you're going to have to get that sifting pan out because there's not enough gold to go around for everybody. Right. Uh, what's our next headline? What do you got? Pull it, show it on the computer. Our next headline earlier. is collectives. Collectives. All right. So here's the thing about collectives, as I understand it. Um, Schools are not officially affiliated with a collective. Is that true or false? Uh, yes, uh, mostly yes. So you're starting to see schools get more tied into collectives. And I think ultimately you're going to see schools and collectives come together. Right. Because right now you have a school, XYZ, D1, D2, right. D3 school. And in a lot of cases, you have multiple collectives. Right. And those multiple collectives want to do right. They want to help the student athlete, but ultimately you end up competing. And I think the schools are going to have to find a way to consolidate going forward. All right. So who are the collectives that are making moves? Well, there's some interesting collectives out there, and they're led by really interesting people who have a lot of experience in the space, right. a lot of credibility in the space. If right. you look at Rising Spear, that's Will Callen. He was involved in the Florida State world for years. If you look at the Tiger Impact Fund at Clemson, that's Bobby Couch. He's got right. a lot of experience in fundraising for IPTA at Clemson. If you look at uh, the foundation for Ohio State, you the said foundation. The, it's the, 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 the foundation. That's right. You look at Brian Schottenstein, who's got a tremendous amount of experience in business. Right. He's tied to Cardell Jones. Cardell, of course, is the quarterback that led Ohio State to that 2014 right. national championship He's against a Alabama. Sports science alumni. Sports science alum. And then the other one is right. uh, Country Roads Trust, co-founded by Oliver Luck, right. Andrew's dad, who's got a lot of credit. So there are people that are running meaningful operations right. and bringing a lot to the table in the collective space. Uh, and that's interesting, but what about, um, what about our friend uh, Jason Belzer? Yeah, our friend Jason Belzer at Sunil, student athlete NIL, who put together this summer's big uh, NIL summit in right. Atlanta is helping collectives like Success with Honor at Penn State and others. He's right. helping them manage this whole you know, world that is new. It's right. new to the space. It's new to these folks. And so when you have a, alumni come in who care, when you have sports folks from the school come in that care, you need somebody to pull them all together. And that's what Jason's doing at Sunil. All right. So Jason's doing that. There's also the Players Lounge. Yeah, the Players Lounge is another one. They're out of Atlanta or, or Georgia. A couple Georgia guys, Keith Marshall, who was a running back for Georgia right. and then in the NFL, and Aaron Murray, who was a, a quarterback at Georgia, set a lot of records, really good guy. We've known him for a long time. Those guys started the Players Lounge to help athlete-led collectives 
Right. And they have a half dozen of them. Athlete-led collectives gather what they need, organize what they need, produce the right content, and present that in a, in a, a fashion to, to fans and alumni that helps everybody. All right, so all of that leads us to our next segment. Watch this. Graphic comes flying in. Boom. Top paid athletes. Now, here's my question. The top paid athletes, whose list has the definitive... Um, the definitive list of who's actually being paid because I don't know how we verify this. Yeah, look, it's the wild, wild west, right? And in the wild, wild west, there is some verification and in other cases, there's not. So it's interesting. For high schools and for colleges, on three, led by Shannon Terry, has had predictive lists and lists for a while. They just came out with a new new tool for high schools. Right. And so in high school, for example, Arch Manning, right. it's predicted that his worth, his value is around four or five million dollars. Right. Bronny James is leading the way though, right? Bronny James is values about five to seven million dollars. In college, you got Olivia Dunn, you got the Cavender twins, you have Paige Beckers, who's a basketball player at UConn. You have the O'Neill brothers, right. Shaquille O'Neal's sons. One just went to the NF, uh, NBA, but those guys have crushed it. And Bryce Young and CJ Stroud. The quarterbacks, Bryce at Alabama and CJ at Ohio State, are crushing it too. So these are just some of the names. Right. What's interesting to me is we have no way to verify it, but the rule that success begets success is going to come into play, right? Because if you hear, oh, my God, I've never heard of this athlete or I've heard of this athlete and I hear they're making $6 million a year as a brand, you're going to say, well, I got to get in on that. I mean, I can't miss that train. So whether or not it's true how much someone is making, it's awesome PR, and it probably will generate that amount of money. What I'm waiting to see is who's the athlete that we none of us have really heard of that just bursts onto the scene and some you know giant donor just pours in $10 million and gives it to some athlete that's totally off the radar. Yeah, look, it's coming, and it's coming every day because let's use female athletes for an example. There are so many female athletes, A, who are crushing it in their sport, yeah. but they're crushing it off the field or court because right. they're, they're very marketable. They do a great job presenting what they care about. They're, they're usually more talkative. Right. They're usually a little more outgoing in some cases, right? right? And the Cavender twins, who we may talk about later, oh, yeah. are, are young ladies that are crushing it. Yeah. Well, on uh, sports science, as you know, We had on the world's greatest athletes. Y'all came on the show and it was, it was really quite an honor to be working with that group. Now that's a group that was either already up on the pedestal, hall of famers, all stars, or they were clearly on the rise in the NIL space. What we're looking for on this show, the NIL house, the epicenter of everything NIL are the people that we think are making an impact right now. Yeah. So what we're going to see, right? This is kind of like sports science, sports science in that you had the world's greatest athletes and it was in their best interest to show up and be on a sports science segment because that created amazing content for them. It created a viral moment for them. We're going to do the same with the top NIL athletes. We're going to bring them in and they're going to have the same kind of moment. All right. 
I want you to put uh, your chair away. Uh, Courtney, go to uh, some kind of graphic because we're going to be bringing on our first guest um, and we're going to cue it up. I want to play a little bit of the band. Let's get a little bit of band action. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. And then we're going to bring on our first guest. All right, Rob, it is time for our first debut guest on the NIL house. Who do we got? John, this has been coming for a while. We got an incredible dynamic duo. Haley and Hannah Cavender, the University of Miami basketball players, they're going to be amazing. All right, well, let's bring them on. Put them up on the screen. Hey, how you guys doing? What's up? We're doing good. Thank, thank you for having yeah, us. Yeah, thank you. Awesome. So where are you joining us from right this second? We are live from Coral Gables in our apartment. So, All right. It's pretty awesome. Now, you guys really have blazed a trail in the NIL space. I mean, if we go back to COVID, you guys are playing at Fresno State. You're making this synchronized dribbling video that just goes crazy viral. And then in 2021, 
The NCAA allows athletes to monetize their name, image, and likeness, and that's on June 30th. Then on July 1st, you guys pen your very first deal. Talk to me about that journey where you went from being just social media stars to genuine entrepreneurs. Right. I think we didn't know what to expect. At first, we were just doing TikTok for fun and something to do during COVID. And then we didn't know if the NCAA was going to pass it, um, if we were going to be able to monetize off of the, our social media accounts. So when it did happen, it happened quick. And I think that we were just trying to learn as we go. Um, but yeah, it's super exciting. And what brands were the first ones to jump on board? Um, so we signed first with Boost Mobile, and then we did Six Star Nutrition and GoPuff, right? Yeah, so those, those were, were the first three that we did that we were just so, it was like, it was just mind-blowing to us because we were just like, this is crazy. <laughs> you went from being starving athletes, right? Right. So crazy. I mean, you're starving athletes, and then all of a sudden you're making more money than most people ever make on an annual basis. I mean, it's got to, it's, you've got to just be like, oh my God, what is happening? And this is just the beginning for you guys. Yeah, it definitely all happened very quickly, but um, just taking it day by day, but it's been very exciting. It's awesome. So I want to know how has life changed now that you are already social media stars and famous for certain, but you're now famous on a different level. You now are actual entrepreneurs, athletes, and really role models for everything else that's to come uh, behind you. I mean, all these young girls who aren't even in college yet are looking at you saying, how are they doing this? Right. I think um, in terms of life changing, I think it's definitely gone a lot busier. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, but just making sure you have like the right people in your corner. Haley and I have like developed a very good team that we trust. Um, Haley and I are our family a lot. But I think just scheduling, um, we're huge planners, huge calendar girls. Like we write everything out. We got to know what's going on. So, I mean, that helps us tremendously as well. But, um, yeah, being a student athlete on top of doing NIL is definitely um, a full-time gig. So, um, wouldn't want it any other way, but uh, it's definitely way busier now. Wow. So, the calendar girls are huge calendar girls. I like it. So, tell us. Yeah, we are very much so. Good ring to it. You go from California to sunny Miami. You're in the beach for all intents and purposes. How do you balance life, family, friends, business, ball, school? Tell us about that. Right. I think just having the right priorities. Um, you know, you have to keep your core values and, you know, who you prioritize and who you want to talk to surround yourself with and me and I are very big on that like she said relationships so just keeping that um always and I think holding each other accountable as well like we are we're in this together so like learning as we go um the do's and don'ts of this whole NIL journey is all new to us too so I think having Hannah uh and holding each other accountable and keeping the right priorities is something to focus on on social media there's definitely a science to it but more importantly there's an art to it what are you finding that people respond to the most? I think They're, it's the, the twins. The twins. The, look <laughs> the talking. Like, I, people just love that we're twins. I swear. Like, that's the most um, I think raw answer. Like, yeah, I think really, like, being a twin 
helps Hannah and I a lot. So now in being a twin, do you guys finish each other's sentences? Do you have the same dreams? Like, is any of that stuff true? Um, no. Okay. I'm not even gonna lie. Like sometimes I wouldn't say definitely finishing each other's sentences for sure. Um, dreams. No. Uh, but sometimes I'll like ask, Oh, this just happened the other day. We went into the training room and we weren't in the same room together. So Haley walks in and asks my trainer a question. And then I walk in like literally two minutes later and ask the same question. And my trainer was like, what? Like, didn't you just ask me that? Like, it's just like little things like that, that I think our minds definitely think alike. So you guys are like a real life version of Groundhog Day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Something like that for sure. That's awesome. What do you think's coming up for you guys? Like, what, what kind of sneak peek can you give us uh, for what you're going to be releasing or brands that you may or may not be working with? What's ahead? Okay. Um, we can't talk about a lot. I would give a hint with caffeine, water, and that we like to talk. Ooh. Let's see. Now, am I allowed to, am I allowed to try to decode what they're talking about? Little game show? Yeah, 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 sure. All right, so the game show, I'm going to say something about caffeine. So there's an energy drink involved. Um, I, in my opinion, I mean, I doubt it's caffeine gum. So it's probably an energy drink. Uh, it's something about talking. So if it's talking, it's going to be a podcast, a radio show, a television show, something where you guys are just free and open to talk, probably with some giant conglomerate because – if you were just going to do it on a social media account, you wouldn't be saying anything's different. So I'm going to guess, and I have no insider knowledge. I don't know anything. You've got a major sponsor with an energy drink, and there's some kind of massive national show that's coming out. That's my guess. Okay. Those, Those are, are good sports. ones, though. Great guesses. <laughs> it's pretty good. I've been doing this one. You're in the, you're in the game. You're in the game. <laughs> I love it. One of the things that I love to emphasize is how important it is for young girls to be given a shot to compete at the highest level right out of the gate. So if you're five or six or seven, I feel like boys and girls should be playing together because it really brings out the best in everyone and girls, quite honestly, develop faster than men, than, than boys. So it seems like we should be blending people earlier to play to get the best out of everyone. What do you guys think? I like that. I think growing up, Hannah and I always were playing sports. We were on the boys' basketball team. Our YMCA yeah. team was always – we were the only girls, but we were playing with the boys, and I think that helped us a lot. Um, so, I mean, I'm all for it. I think that girls can hang with guys. So, yeah, especially growing up too and, like, being able to – Obviously, boys are faster and stronger, and if you can compete with them and then go play versus girls, like you're already going to be at a higher level. So I think that's a good idea. Honestly, I haven't really like, thought too much into it, but my dad, he put us in. We were, in, all the we were in a boys team. So That's awesome. I did a TED Talk, actually, about boys and girls playing sports together at a young age to bring out the best of everybody, and actually a massive supporter of it is the late, great Kobe Bryant. Kobe was like, look, I think somebody like Maya Moore could play in the NBA. Might not be Maya Moore specifically, but the Maya Moore type, bringing up the ball, being able to dish, being able to hit, you know, jumpers, like just as high a percentage as anybody else. Just seems like in perhaps our lifetime, do you think 
we will see a crossover athlete, a woman playing uh, with the men in the NBA? I haven't thought much about it, but I think that it could happen. It could be a potential thing. And I think that'd be really, really cool for the world to see, especially young girls in our generation growing up. So I think that's a great idea. I think like going off where Haley said, maybe if there was like a, there's a women's NBA and an NBA, but then there's another league or something like that could like, you could come together and play for fun at first and see like how it would look before like diving right into like professional. I mean, that's just kind of my, my opinion. Yeah. Now are you guys on the track to go to the WNBA or are you looking elsewhere because you're, I mean, you have a lot of options ahead of you. Yeah. Um, I personally, Hannah, I've, I'm in the green, but I personally don't, <laughs> Don't see that in my near future. I definitely have passions outside of basketball that I um, want to explore. So, yeah, I think that Hannah and I are definitely looking to continue to run our business and create other things down the road. So um, I'm not opposed to anything, but I just think taking it day by day and seeing where God leads us. Wow. So, Rob, what do you got for them to close it out? I'm just still enamored by this whole idea of your personalities being kind of different while you're a package deal, right? So Hannah, you walk into a room and you're sizing up that room and you're gonna deliver politically correct speech. You're gonna, you're gonna get everybody happy. You're gonna, you're gonna get people smiling. And Haley, you're just gonna shoot straight. Y'all remind me of my wife and I. I'm more like Hannah, my wife is more like Haley. How does that work? No, you confused us, you confused us. What? Haley's more of like the people pleaser, gonna like try to like scale the room out. I'm more of just like, you know, it is what it kind of is. Take me as I am, or if you don't like me, it's fine. Like, like Haley's more of like, okay, let's make sure everything's going straight. So the beauty of me confusing that is maybe you try it out and you flip the script and you go to an event and y'all are flipping the script. Try it. I'd love to see what happens. That would get me out of my comfort zone. That's exactly what I should do. I like right. that. It's a good balance. It's a good balance. Do you want to know the uh, good news is that Rob, I'm sure, is the only one to ever mix up you guys and call one the other. I mean, I'm sure it never happens. Yeah, way to go, Rob. I've been working, I've been working this whole time to get the green and Hannah. Green Hannah, green Hannah. <laughs> I love it. Uh, well, guys, listen, I cannot thank you enough for joining us. Um, you guys are incredible and you're a real inspiration. You know, we're all going to look back, you know, on this date and time. And, you know, five years from now, we're going to say, well, who was really spearheading the way? And you guys are right at the front of the class. Congratulations to your success. And honestly, I cannot wait to see where things go from here. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah, thank you. We appreciate it. You have two new fans. We're going to be watching you and Miami basketball this season. Absolutely. All right. Thank you. Go Canes. Wow. Those girls are impressive. Gives me hope for the future. Everyone's saying, oh, this generation. This generation. I mean, these girls have made a million dollars by the time they're 21. H2. Hannah and Haley. It's the <laughs> Hannah and Haley show. They are impressive. <laughs> I'm with you, man. I love it. Um, all right. So let's move on. Throw in our graphic, Courtney. I like this segment. It's called The Inside Scoop. Here's what we got. Here's what I got for you, Rob. Tell me what you got, John. 
Penn State is coming out of the shoot. Nittany Lions, hot! Their collective, run by Sunil and Jason Belzer, success with honor is leading the way in media. And what do I mean by that, Rob? Well, here's what's interesting. I think there is a bit of a silver bullet here. Because if you think about what a collective exists to do, right. they exist to serve the student-athlete. Right. How do they serve the student-athlete? They help the student-athlete with NIL or name, image, right. and likeness deals. Well, how do they do that? They do it by bringing together alumni, donors, right. brands, and fans. Right. And that group has to find a way to come together to deliver the ingredients for the meal, to deliver the dough. Right. Well, the fan engagement's critical, John. So tell us why in Inside Scoop, fan engagement and what we're doing is so important. Well, there happens to be a trailblazing company called Brinks TV, founded by yours truly and yours truly. Yes. Um, it's the ultimate convergence of content and commerce. And what we have found is that the NIL space really is the wild, wild west. And in terms of bringing value to the fan, you got to have a killer media property. Brinks TV allows broadcast level programming to also be interactive without leaving the screen. So you have predictive gaming, you have the ability to sell via retail. Uh, you, we can create NFTs, we can have trivia questions, we can auction items, it's incredible. And Penn State, success with honor is the first one out of the gate. And not only Penn State, we also have the University of Arkansas, they're doing a killer halftime show pushing people to subscribe to their content app, Hogs Plus. Hogs Plus, and that show is amazing. You got legendary quarterback Clint Starter, right? right? You got KJ, she's yep. awesome. That thing is amazing. Watching Sam Pittman throw the beanbag. Cornhole bag. Cornhole bag. <laughs> cornhole the bag. Cornhole Jeez. bag. Watching Sam Pittman throw it and predict how many points he's going to score for right. prizes. That's killer. It is killer. And, you know, they had Darren McFadden, Felix Jones. Guys to fly. Guys that are legends from the University of Arkansas on the show adding value to the actual experience. I mean, the halftime show used to be something you get up and you go to the bathroom. No more. Well, the fan is looking for inside contact content and access and right. they're willing to pay something to do that but you got to bring value right. and that's what university of arkansas and success with honor are doing absolutely um all right well listen we're going to tee up our next interview i don't know how we outdo the uh the cavender twins but there's a really interesting thing going on at the, the ohio state the what is it Rob? it is the foundation so that collective which was co-founded by Cardale Jones and Brian Schottenstein. Right. Brian's got a real estate business, the Schottenstein Real Estate Group, where he's the CEO and president. Cardale, the legendary quarterback that we talked about earlier, who came into that game right. and against Alabama and wound up helping the Buckeyes win the national championship in 2014. Right. Those guys are crushing it with the foundation. They're helping a bunch of athletes. They're doing a bunch of live events. It's a charitable uh, approach where they're doing it and helping athletes expose charities they care about. Right. All right, Courtney, let's uh, bring on some kind of graphic wipe and let's, uh, let's get this interview rolling. Let's go. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other 
as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. Hi, Rob. This debut episode has been incredible so far. I know that we need to raise the bar. Who do we have as our next guest? From the great state of Ohio. Okay. From the great Schottenstein family. Okay. We have Brian Schottenstein, who recently founded the foundation, the collective that helps The Ohio State University. Brian founded it with Cardale Jones. Hey! And he is. What's up? How are you doing? We are doing absolutely amazing. How are you doing? Good. I have to correct you. It's the foundation, like the Ohio State University. The. You always have to make sure it's the. It's the Ohio State. Not Miami, the. Not the. Miami is the U, right? Or the U. It's the, not the, for Miami. But UVA is the university. That's, that's my alma mater. So, well, Brian, ha- Brian has some U in him. That's and right. some the Ohio State University in them. Right. Is that right? Yes, Miami is my alma mater, but I'm definitely a Buckeye. All right. <laughs> That's awesome. So listen, this NIL space has just exploded, and it is truly the wild, wild west. The foundation is uniquely positioned in the market to really not only benefit players, but also charities. Talk to us about the mission that the foundation is on. 
So we just launched with our 501c3 just this past April. So we're fairly new, but we've done a lot in such a short period of, of time. We have three charity partners, um, a kid again, Light Town, and Buckeye Cruz for Cancer. So the two of them are based around kids. A kid again helps with um, kids with terminal illnesses. Light Town helps give life skills to kids um, who maybe don't get that in, in their schooling. And Buckeye Cruz for Cancer is for um, obviously for cancer patients and cancer research. So we have three charities we've teamed up with. We've done deals with 20 student athletes at Ohio State, which is the most of any collective in Ohio. Um, we're helping out a lot, you know, attract quality student athletes. Our brand is known nationally, um, which is great. And we were the first collective to receive our 501c3 um, early, early this year. So we're really excited about everything that's going on. And we've raised a lot of money helping out the student athletes. And then it's not just about paying them money to, to go play well in the field. They're learning a lot about giving back to the community. They're learning about financing, branding, um, and really understanding what it's like to be a person after college, whether it's in the NFL or just in the real business world. So I love it, Brian. There's a lot of value to that. I, I've always appreciated the, the full athlete, the athlete that is philanthropic, the athlete that is business-minded, the athlete that's civic-minded, the athlete that is education-minded, and of course, athletically-minded. I've read a lot about what you're doing to get into Florida Tell us a little bit about the expansion of the foundation and how you see that going with Florida and other states. Well, even though Ohio State's in Columbus, Ohio, like we have a brand that goes nationwide and maybe really internationally. So the first um, location we targeted is Florida. Um, for myself, you know, I have a lot of contacts down in South Florida and we got a large endowment of a hundred thousands of dollars a year to have this office in Florida. So we wanted to help focus on gaining, you know, student athletes from the, that location, but also attracting alumni and boosters to help, um, you know, fund our 501c3 to continue to be a big um, national brand. So Florida was the first state we chose. We're gonna have an annual event there in the winter time after the season. Um, and then we're also looking to expand into Texas, Georgia, California as well. So we're going to see how this, this state goes and then go from there. Bro, what do you think NIL is going to be like six months from now? I mean, it's evolving so quickly in front of our eyes. So I actually testified at the Ohio State House in favor of NIL when it got approved by the state because it just makes sense. Like if a business student can start their own business and make money off of it, in college, why can't a student athlete make money off of their skill? Yeah. So it makes sense. But I also think, think there needs to be some sort of guidelines from the NCA when it comes to recruiting, because there's a lot of like paper play and a lot of bad stories that you hear. I don't know if they're true or not. I don't want to call any specific schools, but like, I really think it should be for student athletes once they're in college, once they've already committed, they're enrolled, they know where they're at, then you can go ahead and you can do a fair market deal with them. I mean, we're talking to recruits now. We tell them about the foundation. We tell them about Ohio State and all the uh, great um, opportunities they have if they become a Buckeye, but I'm not doing any deals with them until they are officially a Buckeye, just to make the, you know sure that everything we do is above board. That's the only issue I see with NIL. Everything else I'm totally for. I think it's really going great. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting to John's point about six months from now, 
every day you see a new state that's entertaining bringing NIL to high school athletics. Here in the state of Georgia, a really big football state, and our neighboring state of Florida, both of those states have avoided, unlike, say, California, have avoided NIL for high school kids. It's got to be coming, though. And how do you think the high school thing affects the college NIL world once that comes to full fruition? Well, I'm actually against that it, it, now that I've really been involved with this um, because I really think a uh, uh, high school student athlete should make a decision of what college they're going to based on that school and the opportunity they're going to get with education, um, the opportunity they're going to get you know, in football with coaching and really building themselves for the NFL. I don't think they should be making a decision based on money. You know, I, I think in order to keep an even playing field, I think it should be based on other reasons. Then once they get there, I don't they can make, you know, millions of dollars a year. But I think that decision should not have money involved in it, to be honest. Yeah, it'll be really interesting to see how, you know, NIL governs itself. Um, you know, like you saying that, look, I think that student athletes should be able to uh, capitalize on the fact that universities are making a lot of money off of them. You know, they're free to be entrepreneurs as well. You know, I've always thought that somebody could get a music scholarship and they're allowed to put out an album outside of the university. They can post it anywhere. They can make as much money as they want. They can play weddings, you know, whatever they want to do. And that was never frowned upon. And the fact that it took us this long to get to this point um, at the NCAA level for athletes who arguably bring schools the most amount of money just seems, uh, it seems odd it took this long. But I totally agree with you that you do need to draw a line at, you know, b- before uh, college, because if you go down to the high school level, eventually we're going to be down at the, you know, pre-K level. Like it'll just right. be a snowball going down. Right. And like a lot of these kids, they don't understand, you know, th- you know, their parents are so young. Like, do they really need to be looking at the contract um, at 16 years old? Like they should just be focusing on education and getting to the best school. And if you, and if, you know, this does become where all the high school uh, states can be, students can be paid, you know, what's going to happen in the smaller schools like, yeah. you know, Cincinnati and, and Dayton, like who's ever going to go there because Ohio State's going to have the most money, you know, and they're going to be able to, to pay any, any high school student athlete in Ohio. So it hurts the smaller schools as well. So, you know, there's a lot of issues to that, but, you know, on a positive note, we've been doing everything right. And, you know, I've, talked to many, you know, high school student athletes and told them about, you know, the foundation. We've raised a lot of money. Um, we partnered up with many businesses. They're national brands like DSW, Value City, American Eagle. And it's, you know, it's a re- it's really exciting time and I'm happy to be involved with it. Not making anything, just, you know, giving back because I care so much about Ohio State. The brand, the Ohio State brand is so powerful and it is international and global, certainly national to places like Florida and Georgia and others. You know, I, I went to college in Ohio. I played football many moons ago at a little school called Wittenberg in Springfield, Ohio. And I'll never forget, I was a kicker lining up to kick off. They blew the whistle. It was a, a dull moment. The announcer said, well, from Columbus, the Buckeyes, 37, and Michigan State, 6, and the place erupted. Our stadium erupted, didn't erupt when we scored a touchdown. They (laughs) erupted when they heard that Ohio State scored a touchdown. And the point I'm trying to make is 
The fan base is rabid. The fan base loves the Buckeyes. How are you capitalizing on that fandom, that connection with the fans, the connection with alumni to grow the foundation so that you can have more donors and you can have more people involved to help more athletes? Well, we have a great board. Um, you know, Urban Myers on our board, Terry McLaurin, who's in the NFL in Washington. Uh, D'Angelo Russell is um, an NBA player who was a star at Ohio State on the Timberwolves. Cardell Jones, JT Barrett. So we have that viral um, organic growth. If you, if you um, would say we're not spending any marketing dollars, we don't need to. Every time we do a post, it just, we can get millions of impressions on Twitter. And uh, it's amazing to see Buckeye Nation really cares about, you know, Ohio State, um, in particular football and basketball. And, uh, you know, we have, we have people, thousands of donations coming in from all over the country. So it was really amazing to see how quickly we were able to grow. And like I, a day doesn't go by where I'm not walking on the street and some random fan comes up and thanks me for putting this together because it is a lot of work. I mean, I actually have another full-time job and it's a, a company that um, our family owns in real estate development, been in business for over 40 years, but this is almost just as much work and I'm not, you know, getting anything for it other than just, you know, giving back and feeling good about what, what we're doing for Ohio State sports and also the charities and the student athletes. So uh, it's a lot of work, but it's also fulfilling when you, when you do something that you're passionate about, it doesn't really become work. That's awesome. Well, Brian, listen, I cannot thank you enough for joining us on the debut episode of the NIL House. One last question before we let you go. If there is one thing that you can really message to athletes, to student athletes specifically, regarding the NIL space, you and your family have just been total entrepreneurial trailblazers. What is it that you want a student athlete to take away? I would say, honestly, um, when you're in college, don't, don't, don't start looking forward so much to what's next. Focus on the now, because when you're a student athlete, um, you can really start building your brand, you know, right in college. You can sell clothing. You can make a lot of money off of your brand. Don't you know, focus so much on the NFL. Focus on building your brand, um, having the right people around you to, to build that brand and not people that just want, you know, a percentage of your check or, or whatever people that really care about you and your brand. That's, that's the advice I would give. Awesome. Well, Brian, thank you so much for joining us. And I, we hope, I mean, we wish you nothing but the best. The Ohio state is amazing. And the foundation uh, is probably going to set the stage for a whole lot of other um, collectives to come in the NIL space, especially to help charities. And I really thank you for being such a trailblazer. Thanks. And our website is thefoundationohio.com. And I always have to end by saying, go Bucks." Absolutely. Go All Bucks. right. Thanks so much. Thanks. I think the foundation is on to something. Yeah, those guys have something special cooking. Yeah. They're moving to Florida. They're doing some stuff down there. I think they're going to go nationwide. Yeah. Be interesting to see uh, how it uh, evolves. Let's go to our last segment here. This could be my favorite segment. We sat around and we said, how are we gonna format this show? Um, from the millions of submissions that we had. I think it was 2.6 million. 2.6 million submissions for mascot of the week. Guess who won 
Week one. Just guess. I at a 2.6 million, if I knew, I would play the lottery. I don't. Well, let me just tell you, ready? Watch this. Uh, Courtney, bring on the NIL house mascot of the week. That's my dog, Zeppelin. Look at her. That is a model. Wait a second. I want to, where are the judges? And where are the 2.6 million submissions? I want to personally approve this. Well, listen, the judge of uh, Mascot of the Week is John Brinkus. There is no better name on the planet for a pet than ZB. Zeppelin, Zeppelin Brinkus. Zeppelin Brinkus, known as Zeppi. Uh, the Mascot of the Week is brought to us by our good friends at Brutus Bone Broth. And yes, that is a plug because Brutus Bone Broth extends the age of your dog. Zeppelin is an avid Brutus Bone Broth Consumer, consumer, right? Yes. Zeppelin is. Look at how healthy she is. She's beautiful. Beauty. The, She's beautiful. Her coat is amazing. That's right. Her bone, her bone situation is probably better than me. <laughs> I mean, I need, I need some Brutus bone. Her bone situation. <laughs> the bone situation is amazing. So listen, please uh, support our sponsors. Go to Brutus Broth. Dot com and get yourself some Brutus Bone Broth or go to Target, go to Petco. Um, our mascot of the week, Zeppelin Brinkus. Uh, I couldn't be uh, more proud. So, uh, Rob, closing thought? Yeah, this look, this first episode was epic. Yeah. We had the Cavender Twins. We had the, the Schottenstein, Cardale Jones duo from yep. the foundation. Yep. And I think we had a lot of fun. I hope you did too. I hope so. All right. Um, everybody, Tune in next week for episode two of the NIL house, the epicenter for everything NIL. Have a big week. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now.
If you're ready for an epic family vacation, there's no better place than sunny Orlando. Exciting thrills, never-ending food festivals, fresh new dining experiences, outdoor adventures, and Florida's natural springs, and so much more. Orlando has it all. And Visit Orlando's vacation planners can help you plan the perfect trip. In Orlando, anything is possible, if you can imagine it. And that's what makes Orlando unbelievably real. Plan your escape today and save at visitorlando.com.